Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. We have a scoreboard update to catch you up on action around the state on semifinal Friday. The best man to do that, the star of our show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Sectional semifinal Friday. Plenty of overtime games to report on. Let's roll through them all, and we'll tell you about the best defensive performance of the night as well. We start in the Tri-County sectional. North White edges Caston 42-39 in overtime. Elsewhere requiring extra time. Nine-point win for Westview over Fremont in OT. In the Central Noble sectional, same case for the Princeton sectional Princeton zone beating Washington 53-50 in overtime we've heard a lot about the double OT games tonight Benton Central uh, Benton Central sectional that is Twin Lakes over West Lafayette 68-61 requiring double OT also needing two sessions of overtime Noblesville sectional Fishers over Noblesville, 67-64. to All right, so it was Fairfield giving up six points to West Noble, 55-6 the final there in the Fairfield sectional. Also impressive, North Judson sectional. South Central Union Mills only gives up 11, beating South Bend Career Academy 70-11. to But the best defensive performance belongs to Eastbrook in the Blackford sectional. Eastbrook giving up. Five, a nickel, five points to Elwood, 59-5, the final there. Eastbrook will match up with Tipton, who got by Blackford by a pair, 44-42. Also pretty solid defense displayed by Winchester, 72-15 over Westdale in the Wapahani sectional. On the other side of that, LaPel beat Alexandria, 58-56. There are some boys scores to report on as well. One game in overtime, South Bend St. Joseph over South Bend Clay and OT, 88-83. Elsewhere, Indianapolis Riverside over Kip Indy Legacy, 70-65. Crispus Attucks blasts Irvington Prep Academy 87-35. Elkar Christian shake, takes down Churubusco 63-46. And Bloomington Lighthouse, no problem with Brown County 83-64. Let's talk some college hoopage. Ball State in overtime. They continue that OT story of the evening. 91-90, Ball State beats Eastern Michigan. Cardinals are 16-7. Eastern Michigan has the Imani Bates superstar player. 35 points for Bates, Ball State. Gets a 22-point and 15-rebound double-double from Peyton Sparks. College hoops tomorrow. Green Bay, IUPUI at noon. Wake Forest takes on Notre Dame at 1. Same time for Purdue-Fort Wayne visiting Detroit Mercy. 2 o'clock, it's Butler matching up with number 14 Marquette. At 4, it's Murray State and Indiana State in Terre Haute. Also, number 1 Purdue facing off with number 21 Indiana. Let's get Mike Woodson's take on this year's Boilers. They've done a tremendous job. I mean, what can you say? You know, you know, you got playing with two freshmen and a big guy in the middle. Um, 
that says a lot. You know, Matt has done a great job with his ball club. Um, they say you you can't win with freshmen, you know, a lot of times in college basketball, but they're proving that, you know, they they belong and they're in a system that fits them and they're playing well. That's Mike Woodson on the Boilermakers who head into Assembly Hall tomorrow at 4, wrapping up the schedule, 4.30. It's Moorhead State in southern Indiana, 7 o'clock, Drake visits Valparaiso. Pacers in action tonight. Indiana by a triple against the Sacramento Kings, 107-104. A lot of revenge on the line on each side. DeMontis Sabonis made his return to Indiana. He was honored before the game. Quiet night from a scoring perspective. He had just 15 points, but pulled down 16 rebounds. Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton playing against their former team. Buddy led the way for the Pacers with 21 points. Miles Turner, a 14-point and 13-rebound double-double. Pacers are 25-29. and 29. They host Cleveland on Sunday. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to SaveLives.org is their website. High school basketball tonight down at the Forest Park sectional. South Spencer beats Perry Central 58-39 from WAXL. Steve Kolb joins us. Steve, thanks so much for the call. Impressive win for South Spencer tonight. Really was. Those two teams met uh, way back in, in mid-November, and Perry Central won that game by three on South Spencer's home floor. But um, uh, Rebels have uh, made great strides throughout the year, and, uh, uh, and and they proved it tonight. They came out and set the tone early with great defense early, got uh, some steals, led to some transition. They were very good in the half court, uh, shot the ball very well, and uh End up with three players in double figures and and uh, controlled that game throughout. Really led nineteen to ten after a quarter, led thirty four to twenty at halftime, and and uh, didn't leave much doubt in this one tonight, which was, was good. They had a kind of a nail biter. Had to come back on Wednesday night mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and beat the Crawford County. So nice to get that one in the tank. And it's it's been a really nice. Uh, a nice story in Rio with with South Spencer because uh, Coach Brent Matthew has been there five years. He's kind of a guy that's made a, uh, a specialty out of rebuilding programs. The South Spencer girls basketball had been in the doldrums forever, seemingly. Prior to this year, they mm-hmm. hadn't won a sectional game. Not a sectional championship, wow. but a sectional wow. game since 2016. Their last sectional championship was 2006. And in between 2006 and this year, that one sectional win in 16 was the only one they had. Mm, so what he's been able to do in five yeah. years is, is been very good. He's turned it around. Now he's announced that he's going to step down after this year, but he's left the program in very good hands. And, and the youth program is doing well there, and, and the interest in girls' basketball is back. And uh, um, he's, he's left it in so much better shape than he took it over in. And, and, uh, and you know, they've got some unfinished business tomorrow night, but, boy, do they have right. a mountain task as they will take on the defending 2A state champions tomorrow. Yeah, Forest Park, uh, 52-20, excuse me, 52-20 winners over Tell City, as you point out. Win it a year ago in impressive fashion. Uh, they're, they're good. So what do you see in this game tomorrow night between uh, South Spencer and Forest Park? Well, South Spencer will have to play their best game of the season. There's absolutely no question about that. Uh, Forest Park is uh, – they're veterans. They have seven seniors and – 
Five of them are essentially four-year starters, and obviously they have the state championship under their belt. They're mm-hmm. extremely long. They're tall but very long, and they really get after it on defense, make things very tough for you. They're passes in the half court that you can make, get passes that you can make against other other opponents that you right. can't make at Forest Park. And they're very fundamentally sound. They run their offense very well. They crash the boards. They shoot it well from the outside most nights, but not every night. So you're going to have to get a little lucky and find them on a night where they're not blistering things from the outside. And you're going to have to try to rebound with them. South Spencer's not as big as they are. Uh, they've got a six-foot senior and a 5'10 sophomore who start. Those two will have to play huge without getting into foul trouble tomorrow night. And South Spencer will have to – they've got a quickness advantage out front. Their three guards are lightning quick, and they bring an even quicker one that's only 5-3 off the bench. So they can get some things done with their guards against the size and length of Forest mm-hmm. Park. But that whole team will have to just uh, – they'll have to play their best game and, and right. probably – Best game they played during the regular season at Forest Park, and it was a roughly ten point game then. And South Spencer will, uh, you know, they'll they'll be up against it, but uh, they'll have to put their best effort, you know, of the season on the floor tomorrow night. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but you're playing for a championship. Know what I mean? Absolutely. That was the goal. Yeah. The goal was to play for a championship. You get a chance to do it, and you've been around long enough. I have certainly. Crazy things happen in sectional play. I mean, crazy Absolutely. things happen. Uh, you know, upsets are the uh, norm rather than the exception in these uh, the, these particular situations. You've had a great time with South Spencer basketball this year, have you not? They have had an outstanding basketball season there. The boys' team has lost just the one time. They're what number two or three in two A on the boys' side now. Yeah, they're they're playing outstanding basketball and. Coach Brent Matthews got that uh, girls program rebuilt. Now he graduates uh, a number of seniors, but uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's enough left in the tank that they'll not f- drop off too far next year. I don't believe right. so. Uh, but um, yeah, they'll, it uh, yeah it's been an awfully fun year, and of course Heritage Hills, the other school that I cover, has been uh, right. a whole lot of fun as well with Princess Lee and his sophomore year. So. I'm, uh, you know, I've gotten very lucky here over the last couple of years with my job, Bob. I've got to cover some real good teams, and I've got Heritage Hills and Jasper on the boys' side in the afternoon tomorrow, and that's always a heck of a rivalry matchup. We'll talk to you. All right. All right, Steve, i got to run. Thanks so much. Steve Cole from WAXL. Thank you, Steve. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We go back to the girls' high school basketball scores on sectional semifinal Friday, beginning in the Andrean sectional from Class 2A, North Newton, handling Whiting 55-40 tonight, and Andrean, they blast Ileana Christian 62-22. North Judson sectional, South Central Union Mills all over South Bend Career Academy, 70-11, and LaVille beating Wheeler 45-23. Over to the Lewis Cass sectional, North Miami 49, Winnemac 31, and Pioneer a four-point victory on Lewis Cass, 40-36. 
Bluffton sectional. Bluffton goes down against Adams Central 57-50. And Fort Wayne Lures, they defeat South Bend Adams 57-46. The LCC sectional, the aforementioned Lafayette Central Catholic over Seeger 69-36. Carroll Flora tonight beating Clinton Prairie 53-48. Hagerstown sectional, Shenandoah 10-piece on Knightstown 43-33. And Union County over Northeastern 41-34. Triton Central sectional, nobody has put up more points tonight than Eastern Hancock. How about this for a margin? Eastern Hancock, 97 Irvington Prep Academy, 13. And Sasita over Riverside, 72-14. Lastly, University Sectional, University 77, Sheridan 44. Park Tudor, they beat Covenant Christian, 35-24. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hey, thanks for all the tweets and all the all the things you've sent us on Twitter. We appreciate it. That's at IND Sports Talk. Hashtag IST. Uh, it's been a fun night. Fun, fun night. Congratulations. I know uh, if you didn't win tonight, I know your hearts are broken, and I understand it. I, I, I agonize with you. I, I, I empathize. I've been there. I understand what that feels like as a parent, as a player, as a coach, um, the range of emotions. But <laughs> congratulations to those who – we're victorious tonight. Uh, should be great games around the state tomorrow. Later on, uh, next uh, later on, in this hour, we, we'll set the stage. Talk about matchups tomorrow. We encourage you to join us tomorrow uh, for our Saturday night version of the show. Brendan King, I'm glad you're with us tonight. Great job tonight on the scores. It's been a fun, fun night. Overtime games. We kind of knew that sectional number eight would be crazy, and it turned out to be – it lived up to the hype, quite frankly. It did, Coach, and statewide, too. I mean, you're seeing some teams really establish dominance, but you've also seen some close ball games, a lot of one- and two-point finishes. So I've noticed, you, yeah. you got to yeah. love it in sectional. You really do. And, and I, you know, I'm sorry for you as a, uh, a Chicago native. You never got to experience the joy of sectional action in Indiana. As not a like child. this. No, no, not no, like this. No. But uh, also, I mean, quite frankly, this just wasn't my sport. So if, if I wasn't calling it, I definitely was not experiencing. Well, it. but but still, I mean, the whole idea uh, of uh, you know growing up in a small Indiana town like oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Plainfield was a small town when I was a kid, and and you you, you lived. I'm, I'm telling you, you lived for the sectionals. You absolutely, that was it. In my house, it was, that was it. And mm. so uh, I know it's in sectional week at school. Oh, come on now. Uh, I wish I could go back. I was fortunate to play on a couple of teams that won sectional basketball championships. And, um, yeah, it's fun. All right, so um, we got a, some college basketball games. We got a game tomorrow. We got That's, a game. Um, we got a game that people are talking about, which is good because, you know, for a while people didn't talk that much about him. But it, I, I mentioned this earlier in the show. It is great for basketball in the state when IU and Purdue are good. Coach, I have never in my time here in the state of Indiana, which is going on 10 or so years, I have never seen a Purdue-IU game have this much hype around it. Now, there have been good no, players. There, there have been good players. 
each team has had, but not to this level, Coach. Not to the level of both teams being ranked. Not to the level of each team probably saying that they have a Big Ten player of the year. I think Zach Eady's going to win that award, but there's no reason why Trace Jackson Davis could not if Zach Eady did not exist, right? So I've never seen a matchup like this between the two, and I'm excited to watch it, quite quite frankly. No, it's a really, you know, it's a really, really great uh, dynamic, and I want you to hold that thought because I'm going to talk some more high school basketball, okay? Sounds good, Coach. Perfect. Dave Sakel joins me. Talking about Scottsburg and Madison and Corridon Central and North Harrison. Scottsburg, 71-56 winners over Madison. Corridon Central, 63-39 winners over North Harrison. Dave, thanks so much for the call, and I I appreciate it very much. Uh, Really impressive wins for Scottsburg and Corridon Central tonight. Yes, it was, Coach. Uh, these were the two teams that are expected to play for the championship. But uh, I, I tell you, it was a good. The both games were good competitive games uh, up until right. the fourth quarter. Um, Scottsburg uh, pulled away there in the fourth quarter thanks to uh, a lot of free throws. And uh, but Madison played them tough. Madison had upset them about two weeks ago, and uh, so Scottsburg, the Warriorettes, are nineteen and five, and uh, they will move into the championship against six-ranked Corded Central, who uh, had a tough time with North Harrison. wasn't expected, but they did, and uh, they pulled away there in the uh, the fourth quarter uh, and won that one by 14, 53 to 39. So we got a good one uh, coming up at sectional 30 down at Corded tomorrow night as uh, it'll be the uh, the, the Warriorettes and the Lady Panthers. And uh, it, it's kind of a, a fun thing because uh, only two losses by six-ranked Corded. One of them was to Scottsburg. So this ought to be uh, mm-hmm. a real good ball game. Real good ball game. And of course, as you know, this is a power sectional because the last three... Uh, state finalists have come from this sectional. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yes, that's right. I, I, I did kind of forget that for a second. Yeah. And quite frankly... That's a, that's a great point. So, I mean, from your viewpoint, uh, how do you look at this matchup tomorrow night? Well, it all comes down to this. If uh, Scottsburg can hit their threes, they're, they're a perimeter game. They they play from the perimeter. Right. And they've got some shooters out there. Uh, to give you an example, they, uh, they had 11 threes tonight. And uh, they were led by uh, – uh, Hannah Stutzman with 19 and Ellie Richardson with 17, which which are the two go-to people for them, and uh, they both had four threes apiece. So if they could hit, they've got a good chance against Corded. However, Corded, who's 23 and two, they have an all-stater at uh, Ava Weber, and mm-hmm. she is uh, wonderful down below. I mean, she just uh, rules down under the basket. Has nice moves, great footwork. Uh, she's 5'11", so she's not extremely, you know, she's not a 6'2", 6'3", but right. uh, she she has great footwork and averages 21 points a game, and she had 19 tonight, but they have a little sophomore guard um, named Vaughn, and she's like the Scottsburg girl. She could fill it up from the outside. She had three threes tonight. So I think it comes down to if – the uh, Warriorettes can hit from the outside. They've got a good chance. But 
recorded as a defensive team. That's what they uh, basically hang their hat on, as uh, they only give up 39 points a game. And uh, the first two sectional games, that's what they gave up. Uh, and 39 points is not going to be courted. So uh, it all mm-hmm. comes down to the offense of uh, Scottsburg and the defense accorded. Pretty simple stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's going to go one fun. way or the other. Yeah, it'll be a fun. Well, game. but you know it what? Really will. It'll be a fun. It'll be a fun game. Great atmosphere. My oh, guess is uh, you need to be there now and get a seat right now because if you don't, you may not make it. Well, the thing about it is it was packed tonight. Uh, you know, right. there wasn't any seats uh, as far as these games. And, of course, obviously the two that brought the most were courted. They're the home team. But Scottsburg, you right. know, they, they have a tradition right. in girls basketball. Sure. They won the state finals right. back when it was just uh, one class in 89. And uh, they've kind of uh, been down for a few years, but they're back right now. And uh, I tell you, this is going to be a fun game tomorrow night. I am looking so forward to calling this game. It's kind of the game uh, we were kind of looking forward to, but we didn't know that right. uh, we were going to get that because I'll tell you what, Madison and um, the other team, Charlestown, that played on Tuesday night, the courted beat, they were kind of dark, dark horses, but they both had had pretty good seasons. And, uh, again, Madison had upset Scottsburg and Charlestown had won 10 straight. And, again, the reason that this sectional is so good, Coach, is it's always competitive. You know, you've always got four teams that can walk out and win the thing. And, of course, this year they don't have Silver Creek. Silver Creek got bumped up to 4A, and Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that made it even more competitive this year. So uh, it it was good. We had, like I said, the the games, people are going to look in and see maybe in the paper or see the scoreboard or something like that, and they're going to look at it. They're going to go, oh, okay, well, yeah, 14-point win, 15-point win, but – the two teams, Scottsburg and Corden, they didn't pull away from Madison, and they did not pull away uh, from North Harrison right. until late in the game. Um, so, like I Dave said, it Sakel. was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Dave Sakel on the call of the action at Corydon Central, Scottsburg over Madison, seventy-one fifty-six. Corydon Central, fifty-three thirty-nine. Winners over North Harrison. Dave, let's talk tomorrow night. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for the call. I'll be giving you a call if I've got a voice left. You'll have a voice. I'm I'm confident. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Scott. Coming up, thanks very much. Coming up, more basketball. David Deaton from WKLO. Andrew Smith from the New Pout Radio. Scoreboard update, last one of the night with Brendan King, and he has been absolutely fantastic. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Continuing our coverage, girls basketball, sectional semifinal Friday. You'll hear from Andrew Smith momentarily. Mount Vernon Fordville sectional, New Palestine by five over Anderson, 50 to 45. On the other side, Mount Vernon Fordville, defensive battle against Pendleton Heights. Fordville walks away with the 29 25 victory. It's a win for Mount Vernon. Elsewhere, Shelbyville sectional, Franklin over White. 66-43 and Shelbyville gets by Columbus East 65-62 in the Evansville Harrison sectional Jasper a 10 piece on Evansville rights 43-33 Evansville Central 
They sneak away with a 44-38 victory against Evansville North. We'll move down to Class A in the Couch sectional. Washington Township 44, Morgan Township 40. Couch, no problem, a try Township 43-25. to Culver sectional, Triton over Marquette Catholic 45-30, and Argos defeats Westville 48-45. In the Fort Wayne Blackhawks sectional, some good defense tonight. Bethany Christian by a penny against Fort Wayne Blackhawk, 33-32, and Lakewood Park by 17 over Elkhart Christian, 47-30. Attica sectional, Faith Christian 55, Attica 39, Rossville shuts the door on Fountain Central, 41 to. 16. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll give you your college basketball schedule for tomorrow. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. As mentioned, Andrew Smith and the New Pal Radio Network will join me now. New Pal over Anderson 5045 at the Mount Vernon sectional. Andrew, thanks so much for the call. Close game, nice game, good win for New Pal tonight. Yeah, especially because uh, at the start of the fourth quarter, the Dragons were down 13 and uh, couldn't get a shot to fall. It felt like the whole night. And mm-hmm. You know how it goes in basketball. Sometimes it looks like there's a lid on the basket. You need one shot right. to go down. And on the first possession of the fourth quarter, Vivian Miller knocked down her first field goal of the game and opened three from the top of the key. And then... New Palestine, which is a small, quick team, could set up its press. Forced a turnover, Vivian Miller scored again. Forced another turnover, Allie Blum hits a three. And in a minute and a half, a 13-point game is a five-point game. And you could tell Anderson was rattled. Their uh, their coach, Joe Adams, called a couple of timeouts. Just couldn't stop the bleeding. Uh, New Pal's defense continued to force misses. Isabella Gizzi, uh, New Palestine's uh, outstanding senior leader she should be an indiana all-star certainly under serious consideration scored a couple of quick baskets and next thing you know it's a tie game and the run continued uh, until uh, the dragons uh, had ripped off 17 straight points uh, went up 47 43 a late basket by anderson was answered by uh, new palestine just taking care of the game uh, by handling the ball and uh, hitting some free throws late Outscoring Anderson twenty to two in the fourth quarter to win this mm. one uh, fifty to forty five, and that came on the heels on Wednesday a sixteen to three fourth quarter against Richmond to uh, break open mm-hmm. what had been a close game into a seventeen point win. So, needless to say, I think Coach Sarah Gizzy just like to start the game at the start of the fourth quarter <laughs> and uh, see what they can do. But uh, right. Isabella Gizzy, uh, New Pal's all time scoring leader, added twenty seven to her total tonight. She was 16 of 20 from the line uh, wow. as wow. Uh, she was able to penetrate inside and get herself to the line. And Vivian Miller had uh, just three points in the opening three quarters, had nine in the fourth to finish with 12, and uh, led New Pal to that comeback win tonight. So they'll take on arch-rival Mount Vernon tomorrow at Mount Vernon. It'll be the fifth time in six years that those two teams will have met in the uh, sectional, and the fourth of those uh, five times that they'll have met for the sectional title. So uh, needless to say, it's always a big game with the Marauders and Dragons play right. each other. And, uh, another championship on the line tomorrow night. So it should be a, a really good one at Mount Vernon. At Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon will play New Palestine 
for the championship tomorrow night. New Pal over Anderson, 50-45. And Mount Vernon beat Pendleton Heights, 29-25. Andrew Smith, thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, Andrew. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Coach. From WKLO, David Deaton joins us. North Harrison, uh, Corden Central matchup. Corden Central wins this one 53-39. David, thanks so much for the call. Tough night for North Harrison tonight. Yeah, tough night for the Lady Cats, but Coach, I mean, couldn't help but be proud of them tonight. This team mm-hmm. has really struggled all season. They finished 5-17 and with the loss tonight, and Coach Jamie Kolkmeyer, who uh, we've we've known for years now after his right. years at Corden as the boys coach. He's in his third year, finished his third year as the North Harrison girls coach. And his team has really struggled with confidence all season long. They've been trying to figure out how to play at the varsity level. He's been trying to get them to play harder and play all around a, a more cohesive game. And tonight was the first time we really saw them do that in person. They really gave Corden Central the, the business tonight on their home floor. The, they played each other 17 days ago. Corden won that game 70-33. Mm. to 33. Mm-hmm. And then the Lady Cats come in tonight, and they played a packed-in 2-3, kind of a 1-2-2-3-2 zone look and really gave Corden a lot of trouble. And the Lady Panthers really had a hard time solving that zone, couldn't get their star right. player, Ava right. Weber, involved either. And Ava didn't get going really till the fourth quarter tonight, but Josie Vaughn, the 5'6 sophomore guard for the Lady Panthers, got going early. She made three trays in the first half. Josie started getting to the basket more in the fourth quarter when they started getting some steals and getting out on the break. But this North Harrison team put forth a strong effort tonight. Lydia Wilkins, their sophomore guard, led them in scoring with 12 points. And they they really didn't trail by a lot until the fourth quarter. It was actually within about five or six most of the night, except for an 11-point lead there in the second quarter that the Lady Panthers got. But this North Harrison team put up a great fight and just had too many turnovers down the stretch that led to Corridan Baskets. And this Lady Panther team is back where they wanted to be after being in the sectional championship game last year. They make their return this year, and this mm-hmm. time they've got Scottsburg for the title game tomorrow night on their home floor in Corridan. David, Deaton, what would my Saturday night or Friday night be without talking to you? WKLO's own David Deaton at the Corden Central sectional. Corden Central over North Harrison, 53-39. You got a boys game tomorrow? Or what are you doing tomorrow night? Oh, we're just covering a girls sectional championship tomorrow night, Coach. Perfect. We got the Scottsburg-Corden rematch. First, uh, They played each other back on December 1st. Scottsburg won that game 57-43. to The Warriorettes made a lot of threes in that game. Corden really could not buy a basket that night, especially on the inside. So it, it'll be a good matchup tomorrow night. Should be a great atmosphere. And really excited to see if these Lady Panthers can win their first sectional title since 2013 tomorrow night. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, David. Thanks so much for the call. All right, talk to you then, Coach. Thank you. Thanks so much. Who's your basketball magazine, 53rd year of publication? Nothing like it in the entire free world. Kip Westner joins me, the publisher of Who's Your Basketball Magazine. At sectional eight tonight, you were one of the lucky ones that got a chance to see uh, one of the best sectionals in the state, and it was a great, great night of basketball, Kip. Yeah, definitely. That uh, that first game with Noblesville and Fishers, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. it was an incredible atmosphere. And I'm not going to say it's the best girls basketball game that I've ever seen, but 
I don't know that I've seen a better girls basketball. It's in the game. top five, it was, brother. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Uh, right. Back and forth, and of course with uh, Hamilton Southeastern and Zionsville waiting in the wings, and their uh, fans coming in. The, right. the overtime, the two overtime uh, sessions. There's a sign out in front of the gym that says 4,206 capacity. I'm certain there was more than that uh, during those overtimes <laughs> because, uh, right. you know, that's a neat gym and it's got a walkway across the top. And there's people hanging over the rail watching and uh, just an outstanding performance. Uh, Reagan Wilson knocked down two threes for Noblesville in the second overtime to put him up. Ooh. And, uh, boy, it looked like that they were going to be able to advance for a uh, – whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. State champion last year trying to defend their home court. Right. And um, Haley Smith got a steal uh, with 14 seconds when they were up one and went back to the line and knocked down a couple free throws and it was just really an outstanding atmosphere. Uh, uh, Fishers had a chance at the end of regulation to score, and Noblesville had a chance at the end of the uh, first overtime to score, and then Fishers was able to come out on top with a three-point victory. But uh, mm. that's that's what uh, semifinal Friday's all about. What we saw <laughs> at uh, Noblesville, and then of course the Hamilton Southeastern. Uh, Zionsville game, you know, was was equally as as competitive right. and exciting. Right. Uh, Hamilton Southeastern came out strong. They were up ten points at the end of the first quarter. I think it was seventeen to seven at the end of the first quarter. And with you know a minute or two to go in the game, it's thirty eight thirty eight. Zionsville really <laughs> put it on the second and third quarter and put themselves mm-hmm. in a position to win. And Hamilton Southeastern had a six two run to, to end the game. As, uh, Riley Magalowski had 20 points, and she was really good uh, throughout. And I really like Olivia Brown. She's their little point guard uh, that Hamilton Southeastern has. And for uh, Brian Satterfield, you know, he's been with the boys for so many years. They've right, got a right. chance to cut down the nets uh, tomorrow night against the Fishers. But uh, the Fishers team, they played for a sectional championship last year against Noblesville and um, – you know, Noblesville won. So it'll be interesting to see with Hamilton Southeastern and Fishers tomorrow night. Kip Westner, can't do it without you. Thanks for the call. Who's your basketball magazine? Go to who's your basketball magazine.com. Get a, a copy. I can't believe you don't have one, but Kip, thanks so much. We'll talk tomorrow night. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Coming up more of Indiana sports talk from network, Indiana. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night. Let's roll through your Sports Saturday, what's coming up tomorrow. Big day college basketball, full slate, starts at noon. Green Bay visiting IUPUI. At 1 o'clock, it's Notre Dame hosting Wake Forest from Purcell Pavilion. Same time for Purdue-Fort Wayne and Detroit Mercy. 2 o'clock, Butler in the Big East matches up with number 14 Marquette. That's in Wisconsin. 
Four o'clock, you get some Murray State and Indiana State in Terre Haute. Also down in Bloomington, the big one, number one Purdue and number 21 Indiana. Hoosiers won five straight before losing earlier this week against Maryland. Purdue's on a nine-game winning streak. Can the Boilers make it 10? IU's going to need everybody to show up, especially if they want to stop Zach Eady. 4.30, Southern Indiana and Moorhead State. Late tip at 7, Drake and Valparaiso. I will be on the call at Hinkle Fieldhouse. The Butler women, they take on number 19, Villanova. So, Coach, you and I will surely talk tomorrow night. Pacers get a win tonight, and a much-needed win. Pacers are 1-10 in their prior 11 games and a revenge game. They beat DeMontis Sabonis and the Sacramento Kings. In his return to Indiana, Sabonis was honored. He had 15 points and 16 rebounds. Buddy Heald led the way for the Pacers with 21 points. Pacers are 25-29. and 29. They host the Cleveland Cavaliers on Sunday. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, great job. Congratulations. You're pretty good. Pretty good at what you do. Well, Coach, if you if you sit in this chair for five or six years, I, I hope somebody would, would get the updates down, but I appreciate you. Well, but still, you know, it's um, – when we first started this show a hundred years ago, um, <laughs> people—and I've joked about this before, but it's true—if uh, I had a dime for every person over the course of twenty-nine years who said, "Hey, I, I love your show. I can't wait to get in my car after a game and turn on the radio and listen to the scores," uh, I'd be, I wouldn't be, I would have just gone ahead and I'd be in Florida right now. You know, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be there full time. Uh, but, and I would always ask, so, um, hey, you know, the scores, you know, oh yeah, I love the scores, love the scores, love hearing the scores, love doing all the scores. So what about those interviews I do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I really like the scores. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, it keeps you grounded, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, but that's kind of what we do. You understand. You, the reason I say you're the star of the show, number one, you are. And secondly, the scores are the most important part of this. It's exact. Night like tonight, you want to know who you're playing. You want to know who's who you might see in the regional. There's a reason for all this. It's important. Well, there's a there's a certain harmony to this show, Coach. And, uh, hey, you know okay. I'm always always honored to be a part of it. And uh, especially around this time of year. This is, this is the time of year where – Obviously, I never take anything for granted here, but especially being on this show this time of year because of how special it is to so many people around the state. Uh-huh. And that's, look, Coach, that's what I've learned. North, south, east, west, central, it matters. And that's the cool part. Yeah, it does matter. All right. So, IU Purdue tomorrow. Yeah. Fun, fun game. What a great game. I'll be back. I'm, I'm starting my day off by getting up early, driving up to the Coliseum and doing the Green Bay IUPUI oh, matchup. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, and so Greg Rakestraw and I will be doing that as the uh, Jags look for their first Horizon League win. And then uh, the the schedule lays out great for me. Uh, I'll be back, and I should be back by 2 o'clock, back in Franklin, and catch a, catch a quick nap and catch some IU-Purdue at 4 o'clock. So, yeah, this will all work out. And then... Get back at it and win some championships with people tomorrow night. So I'm a lucky man. Love it, Coach. Well, we both have games tomorrow, but you'll have to say what's up to what my game buddy. Do you have? I got yeah. the Butler women. They got Villanova at Hinkle, so should be oh. a good one. Oh, 
But uh, okay. I was going to say, uh, one of my very good friends, Adam Owens, he is the director of ops for Green Bay men's basketball. And, of course, you know this, Green Bay, their head coach is Bo Ryan's son. And But Adam and I went to school together. He was, he was a Butler Bulldog manager on the Sweet 16 team for Chris Holtman in 2017. And now AO, who he's, which we call him, he's working his way up in the coaching ranks. And uh, he's a director of ops at Green Bay. So I'll be sure to tell him you're I'll calling seek the game. Him, I will seek him out tomorrow and get the real story on Brendan King. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Not, he not, got the honor. I'll tell you this, Coach. He got the uh, the South Bend Cubs, we play up in Appleton every summer, and he right, got the honor. Right. Adam Owens got the honor of sitting in the broadcast booth with me as I called the South Bend Cubs and the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Now that th- that is the experience right there. That's big. So if I would tr- make a trek up to South Bend, I could get in the on the broadcast booth. Oh, coach, you'd be a VIP, my man, dude. I might just do that. I might <laughs> VIP, I might. brother. Um, I'm not big on road trips at this stage in my life, unless it's an airplane. But yeah, uh, for is you, there a, uh, is there a is there a Franklin Regional Airport that we could send the, uh, the PJ yeah, to? We, we'll, hey, look, we'll scoop listen, you. We send got you an to airport. We have an airport. It's called the Franklin Flying Field. My hand to God, I can't make this up. <laughs> it's called the, and I've been there, uh, and it's and it's great. So you know what? It's been fun. You've been you've been great. We'll come back, wrap it up. Short break. We'll come back. Final thoughts. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We'll come back. It's Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King rejoins me because he's got nothing else to do until midnight. All right. So uh, IU Purdue. Everybody excited about that. That's a great matchup. You've been sitting in on our flagship station in the year, midday show. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you get the reactions. You get Purdue fans, the IU fans. Everybody fired up about the matchups between Trey Shacks and Davis, Zach Eady, and all of that. All those storylines are good and, and uh, very – it's really a big buzz about this game, and I think rightfully so. Huge buzz, Coach. And like we talked about earlier, I've been in Indy now for 10 years. That was when I got here for my freshman year at Butler. I've never seen or watched a Purdue-IU game with this much talent on each mm-hmm. side that was so mm-hmm. evenly dispersed, and especially that Purdue's number one. That says a lot. Coach, this is what I said on the show today. Jordan Geronimo has been injured for Indiana, he's their most athletic player. He's arguably the most athletic player in that game if he plays. To me, if Jordan Geronimo plays, that can be IU's one-way ticket to winning a ball game because right. the way you defend Zach Eady, coach, you, you can't have one guy out of for 40 minutes. That's impossible. So you need a trio, four guys to take turns on Eady. That's Jackson Davis, Race Thompson. If Jordan Geronimo plays, coach, I think IU's got a great shot because – if Zach Eady picks up a couple ticky-tack fouls, right there mm-hmm. is your mm-hmm. avenue to go win a game. If Jordan Geronimo doesn't play, you're missing athleticism, and you're going to really have to rely, Coach, on Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson as a, as a pair trying to defend Eady. And as we've seen this year in the Big Ten, Coach, that has not worked mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I like both schools since I worked at IUPUI for over 20 years. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have no allegiance to one or the other. I just love the matchup. I love uh, how important it is to everybody in our state. I mentioned it earlier. It's important for basketball, the sport of basketball in our state, that these two schools have this type of success. But in games of this magnitude, I always defer 
to the home team. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just look at it from a statistical standpoint. Home teams win more games um, in conference play they, by a wide margin than the visiting teams. Both are good. Uh, I think it's a one-possession game. It's just one of those kinds of things, though nothing will surprise me, quite frankly. And then uh, it will be, be great talking about tomorrow night on the show. You've been great. You're always great. Have fun tomorrow. I'll track your guy down, and then we'll talk to you tomorrow night about some women's basketball from Butler. Yeah, Coach. Brendan King, Thanks. star of the show. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks uh, thanks not only to Brendan, but thanks to uh, Graham Shear. Fantastic job uh, making sure everything is done correctly. You can't do a show like what we what we do uh, without the great support of Brendan King, Graham Shear, their counterparts every Friday and Saturday night. And you also can't do it without the great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. So thank you to all of our affiliated stations. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Have some fun. Thanks for making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.